Breakthroughs. Sew it up, 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 Metatrix. Sew it up, sew it up, Metatrix. Sew it up. Welcome to the Mental Threads Podcast. I'm your host, Toasty. And today, we're really not going to be speaking about a whole lot. We're just mostly just... Here, I'm going to set that up right. Yeah, we're mostly just going to be speaking on just what I've been going through the past couple weeks and why I couldn't just keep up with the episodes and whatnot. Um, I know it's been like three weeks since I posted up a pilot episode. Uh, I've been dealing with covid for the past two weeks, that was <laughs> yeah. It was. It's just. It wasn't fun, like at all. Um, I know. In the beginning, it, it felt like more like a light cold and whatnot, like because for some reason I was following this other spiritual guide I was speaking to, and uh, she said. Uh, that it had to be more spontaneous, you know, and saying that it's better to be spontaneous to be like kind of cooped up, just doing whatever. I was just kind of focusing on school for a little bit, you know, wanted to end off the semester a little bit stronger. But then I'm like, you know, maybe I should step out, you know, do some things. Like I know we're like quarantined and we can't do a whole lot of shit, but it's like, you know, there's always something you can do. And I guess maybe I just, I guess it just, I kind of took it for granted um for a minute um ironically all it did it was ended up getting me quarantined because i went out for a jog and whatnot and i kept pulling down my mask because when i usually go out for a run i usually head out to like duke campus and they have this trail and shit and i would just like just start running you know it was like a beginning and the end i would just park at the dollar general like right next to the trail and then i would just get my shit together and just start running and that's just the kind of shit I was doing. However, sadly, it just it just ended up with me just like getting sick. Like the I think either the next day or the day after that day. Like I started getting like a light cold. Like I started getting like a light headache and shit. And I just thought it was just like I didn't think the worst about anything because it didn't feel like I had COVID or what I thought COVID was. And you know. Um, I went to the Men's Achievement Center, and they said, like, hey, you can't be coming in here and everything unless you've, uh, you know, got your, got tested for COVID. And I'm like, all right, cool, shit, bet. Uh, I'll just do it tomorrow or some shit. And then I went uh, to get tested at the gymnasium and shit after I, after I dropped off my friends at work. Because he was like going through some shit and whatnot, and it's just like you know, I just try to give him the assist, that like, you know, the Chris Paulus type assist. And <coughs> shit, it's not the COVID; it's just a light cough. Anyway, shit really had me fucked up. Like I went to the gymnasium to get tested, and it was like I thought it was just gonna be like a regular day, like oh yeah, it's just positive, and then maybe it's like a light cold, and it's like oh no, you got COVID, and I'm like shit. 
got fucking COVID. Like, damn. Uh, Cause I didn't know how to feel about it. I wasn't expecting to get COVID this early and shit. Like, I was just, I kind of just thought, like, you know, with Africans, you know, we got that whole genome built. We can kick, like, malaria's ass and Ebola's ass. So I thought, like, COVID wasn't shit. Um, apparently, COVID was some shit. Uh, evidently. So, like, I had to move all my shit back into my old dormitory in McLean. This time I was on the third floor. And I just had to stay in that room for a whole week just by myself, just with my thoughts and everything. Like, yeah, sure, I had, like, fire stick and shit like that. <sighs> but it was just, like, you're just sitting there. And all I had to do, basically, um, was just, like, um, what really took my mind off things is just writing in my manifestation journal. Like, I know I speak about that a lot. Um because it's just like it's just it gives you a sense of just I don't want to say power but it gives you a sense of control you know because it's like you know if I feel like for a lot of years I just felt like my life was just out of control like I just I didn't know what was coming next when the next this was happening or that you know I just felt like I was just unprepared like a lot of the times and you know it really it really puts a whole it really injects a huge, huge, um, what the fuck would I say? Uh, just a whole lot of angst into you, you know, and your surroundings. Um, I know I mentioned I'm currently also struggling from a whole nother medical condition I had to deal with for like five years, bro. And it's just, I don't know if I met, mentioned that in the last podcast. I probably need to re rewatch that, uh, re listen to that podcast, but it's just like, yeah, man. Um, you know, so I'm catching hell from all types of shit, you know, so I just, you know, and I really feel like I missed out with the whole HBCU type experience thing. I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned that enough. Um, you know, shit is some mad fucked up. You still got to go to spiritual guys and shit. But it, regardless, um, I had to write into like a manifestation journal daily and everything. That's just what I was doing. I mean. I had to move everything. They were going to send me a van to move everything, but I said, so you know, screw it. Like, it's just, it's in McLean. It's like, that's just up the street. I was living in George Street. Like, let me just put everything I wanted into a basket and just move that shit up. And, you know, so th I, that's what I did. They just pretty much just monitored me, monitored me on my way there. Um, I was wearing nothing but just, like, a robe and a hat. And um, I was just well on my way um, to go to McLean. I had to stay in room 318, and, you know, it, you know, it kind of felt like home. I mean, not like home-home, but it's just like, it kind of felt kind of comfortable, Loki. Like, if I were to, like, go, if there was any rooms left in McLean, I would probably go back to McLean, Loki. I mean, I know next fall I'm going to be staying in Baines and shit, and that's, that's a bitch and a half. Because it's like, I feel like, damn, this is the third fucking time I'm in Baines, like, for no reason. Like, the second time they just moved me to McLean to uh george street and everything but it's like damn now i gotta be here again and it's like i like the view and shit but it's just like damn dude like i wanted to go to ruffin or some shit i was really shooting to go to any day because my grades were just looking or like the shit but like you know these are all dormitories at north carolina central university by the way i don't even know if i mentioned that like you know, niggas probably listening like what the fuck is that George Street or McLean, like, but, uh, yeah, those are all just dormitories, some of them I lived into, some of them I wish I lived into, I especially wish I could get into Ruffin now, because, like, dang, gotta get back into 
ghetto ass and dance all over again and it's like you know it's still like a full circle type thing because i started from there like years ago in 2018 and you know i'm really trying to go hard for fall semester and everything like i'm really trying to be as social as i can as you know just you know just as much as me as i can you know like this this shit i'm dealing with is really kicking me it's really really kicking me man it's just i was supposed to graduate this semester but i said like man fuck it i'll i'll take an extra semester you know because i really love nccu and it's just like i really want to get as much out of it as i can before i transfer to howard university um i feel like that's definitely going to be my future now um is going to howard uh i just set up an internship hopefully like i might just go through with it and it, it pays a lot like they like the least they pay you a weekly is 500 and that's like even if you don't like get to like do a whole lot of sales like on average you'll get like up to 800 1200 a week um for interns and that's just full time from like 8:30 to 6:30 i think it's called DMV promotions i was originally going to go with southwestern advantage but it's like you know it's kind of ironic how it's like you have to pay up to like 500 to 700 dollars like for an internship Versus, like, now you found, like, an internship that would literally pay you 500 to, like, $1,200. And yeah, it's kind of, like, a weird, ironic thing. I really wanted to go with Southwestern, too. Because um, it was, like, they were going to, to Louisiana to work uh, to sell educational supplies door-to-door. But it's just, like, you know, I don't think it's something I can do right now and everything. And I really wanted to go to Louisiana. And these people at Southwestern were really good to me for a lot of months. Like, from December, they stuck with me. You know, really helped me reshape my mindset on a lot of things. And, you know, I felt really, really bad. I couldn't really go with them. But it's like, dude, like, I'm broke as shit like, right now. Like, I have, like, 12, like, not even a whole lot of money, like, in my bank account right now. Um, a lot of the money. One second. Oh, hold on one second. Mom, mom, I'm doing, mom, I'm doing a podcast right now. Sorry, it's just need some. It's all right. It's okay. Might have to cut that part out. Yeah, yeah, sure, it's fine. But it's like, yeah, even with Southwestern Advantage, it's just, it was just a whole lot of stuff I had to deal with. Um, I mean, it was cool. Like, you know, I mean, I was trying to really like take time out to like, you know, memorize the sales talk and everything although it was kind of a struggle man adhd like i swear and it's just but anyway i got to take ownership you know like i really could have memorized that sales talk months ago but it's like you know taking the time out for that and then focusing on school too like i still could have had time but i just i just didn't take the initiative or the priorities to do so and then it's just you know even beforehand uh I feel like I probably could have stayed on top and, like, at least saved some money on the side. But it's, like, I poured a lot of the money I had into, like, the mixtape that I had just dropped. Uh, Ego Trip, you know, it dropped in April 30th. Yeah, yeah, it dropped April 30th. And since then, like, I'm really, really happy with the um, the views it's getting on SoundCloud. I'm really trying to take time out to really get as much promotion for it as I can. And, uh, yeah, man, it's just... It's just been a long time coming with getting that all together. I've been recording for that tape since December, so it's just like, do you think that it's actually doing like pretty okay? I was actually shooting by the end of the month to get at least one thousand. If I can get just one k views, like I was cool with it. Like I really was cool with it, but it's like it looks like now, like that might not be the case. I might have to try and shoot if I can get like maybe two k, maybe three k, and I think like maybe it could be possible. Yeah, sure I will. Um, 
But yeah, man, it's just okay. Well, back with the whole quarantine process. Pro- process. Uh, yeah, man, I was just stuck in that room, just all the time, barely interacting with anybody. They just dropped food at my door. Sometimes that shit was cold as hell, and it's just like, but it, some of the times it was good. Like they had like good food they were sending my way. I just wish maybe they they would have just. It would have really been cool if they would have just sent, like send me more turkey burgers, man. I was I was craving some turkey burgers from the cafe. I ain't get shit like that back. But uh, I think I had like one turkey burger. I ain't got no cheese on it, nothing. It was just <laughs> just dry ass, dry ass just turkey burger. But it was fine. I feel like they were pretty supportive. I, every time I needed something from like the mail room or whatever, I just sent a request and they got it. And, you know, like, I swear, like, the whole, when I tell you the whole time I was in, like, some kind of pajama clothes and everything, like, that's literally all I was wearing. Like, the whole time. So, it was just, you know, there's that. Um, yeah, man, it's just, there's just a whole lot of stuff. I was always doing just watching Netflix. I It was hard to really uh, finish the semester strongly because I was tired. I was coughing up blood at points. It was just a whole lot of hold on one second. Yeah, so it's just it was just a whole lot of shit, man. Um but yeah, anyway, I was just yeah, I was coughing up blood a whole lot. And it's just one day I would be feeling okay and I'd be like, okay, yeah, in a couple of days this is a knockoff. Ain't nothing much, but then I was still coughing, I was still tired. And then it's just like I had to get all the energy I could to try and type like a whole eight, ten page essay in under like four to like four hours and shit. It was just, and I had to take several exams. You know, I don't even know how I ended this semester with A's and B's, man, because I thought I really thought this is the semester. Like, okay, well, I'm going to have one C, at least just one C this time, one dang C. And it was just, there was no C's, just all A's and B's. Like I swear, when I tell you, oh, one second. Excuse all the background noise. Like I really thought it was gonna be quiet here, but now everybody wants to storm the living room and from my dog to my brother to my mom. But it is what it is. But anyway, um, yeah, man, it was just a whole lot of stuff. Jesus Christ, man! All right, uh, you get it, coughing blood, doing a whole lot of stuff really not doing much of anything just stuck in the quarantine room somehow did all my assignments as best i could i don't know how i always make it happen but i made it happen like i swear i'd be like thinking like okay this is the class i'm gonna like get a dn or a cn or something and then it's just i just apply myself as best i can which was crazy because it's just like at one point like literally they used to say like oh he's like he was stupid and he was this and that so it's just from teachers and you know peers or whatever they just seem like oh yeah you're just stupid or whatever like you're not gonna amount to anything or that you're a waste of time so it's just like to realize that I spent literally 100% of my time at NCCU academically like on some kind of honor roll or dean's list it really says a lot the other people's opinions really don't matter in regards to you like it's all relative everybody has an opinion everybody has something to say about you and regardless, like, you can still pull through and really prove a lot of them wrong. So it's just, like, you know, I do realize, like, even when I was quarantined and I was, like, stuck in my head for, like, what felt like 
years. It was only like two days. Wow. It felt like two months, to be honest, because like literally, like you look back at your life and everything, and then it's just look at everything, like from every, every just misunderstanding and just miscommunication and just, just every accident, incident, just every mistake, just everything, and just other people's reaction to it. Your relationships with a lot of these people, how they evolved over time, how you grew distant, how you don't really talk as much as you used to, or how you got closer with a whole lot of other people. You know, it's just, it just, it just really says a whole lot about life that everything, everything does come full circle. You know, so even though things might seem like a struggle right now, and that could go for anybody, literally anybody. You know, it, you can be going through a very tough time, um, but you just have to re remember. He, he even says so in like the last, the last episode. It's just you know, everything's temporary, you know, from the good times and the bad times. And I feel like you know I have a very hard time with just trusting in God and just trusting in the process and just we're just waiting for things to just come about on their own. But it's just like you know you can't blame. Dude, man, I've been through a whole lot of shit, bro. Like, and it's just like it's just something I'm really gonna speak more on to, you know, next time we have the chance. Like, right now we're just kind of focusing on just current events and just, just pretty much just speaking about like where I've been on the past couple weeks and whatnot. So it's like you know when the whole COVID thing went about, like, for me, uh, my mom literally advised me to like take zinc pills and vitamin c pills and they they i think they accidentally gave me like a medication meant for somebody else but i didn't really realize it um i think it was from like some girl named Aaliyah needed like mucinex and i think they just gave it to me and shit and i'm just like you know like i don't know i don't think they know how to spell my name i don't uh, my name ain't no damn Aaliyah, but hey you know mucinex like fuck it and so i took that and i was taking the vitamin c and the zinc pills and over time, I could feel myself, you know, getting a little bit better and the mucus thinning. And it was just, you know, I was just, I was really managing as best as I can, you know. Um, it was just crazy because it was still random, though, at some time. Like, one day I'll be just fine, and the next day I'm just coughing up blood and everything. And my nose is running with blood. I ain't got no clue what was going on. And then it's just like, you feel, oh, yeah, I'm energetic. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be fine. And then you feel tired all of a sudden, you know, it's just like you barely get out of bed. You know, it's just, you're barely mobile. It's just, it's just a whole lot, a whole lot, you know, but it's like COVID was like the last thing I was kind of worried about. Like, I know I was going to breeze through that as easily as I could. Crazy how maybe in the future, I'm actually going to have to like tell my grandkids about like, oh, you know, your grandfather, <laughs> he literally, he survived COVID back on the times when we didn't even know what the hell it was <laughs> and shit like, fuck. You know, it's just, uh, I think back at that a lot. Um, but it's like, yeah, with this whole COVID situation, I was able to, like, make it through. Like, I still kind of have remnants of it. Like, you know, you just heard me cough, like, a little bit. But it's just like, but it's like, yeah, I just feel like it, it was just nothing to worry about. Like, my main worry is really this new, this uh, medical condition I've been dealing with for, like, the past five years. Um, it's going to involve me taking injections. Um and I really don't know if it's going to be like what's going to change things or not. I'm really, I'm really, really hoping 
that this is what's going to change things and then you know maybe I can move on to the next chapter of my life and I can really focus on you know just being social being like you know the the Tisafili that I remember like you know like yeah sure like I had like went through some shitty things but it's like I've been, you know I still I still felt like content in myself and just like you know I still had faith that once I was put into the right environment like, I can really really let loose and NCCU was that perfect environment for me and then just knowing that dang now I got this condition and stuff and like now I gotta miss out on a whole lot of shit for no reason and that's not even what I thought at first like I first realized I was having issues at 18, but then I thought, I was like, okay, maybe something I'm going to grow out of and everything. And then it got worse and worse, like, you know, as I grew older. And it's just, hold on one second. It's just been a very stressful thing I had to deal with for a lot of years. And gladly, uh, this clinic has been working with me. Um, the medication is costing like a lot of money. I think about like, like over two thousand um, dollars. My father's really helpful in regards to this, and then he just he put like five hundred dollars down on it to help. Jesus Christ! Just on the phone. Just had to put this shit on speakerphone. My God! No, just forget it, man. Anyway, like my father's been really helpful and supportive with me in regards to this situation and uh he's really trying to help me get through it as best that it can you know i feel like we've really grown really close after a while i know like around like when i was 18 19 we just weren't fucking with each other because he was like you know doing some grimy shit and it was just it kind of pissed me off and it kind of pushed me back a little bit but it's cool you know that's another thing to keep in mind even when it comes to your parents like you know they're not perfect you know they make mistakes just as we as just as you do and like they're trying to make it through this life just as you are also you know i have yet to have children of my own and everything and i hope to really stand by them as best i can be supportive as i can excuse that it's just it's just my mom in the background talking on the phone like i don't know it's just african parents but like you don't have to talk on speakerphone all the damn time just Jesus Christ, man. God. All right. Um. So it's just, yeah, my father's been really, really um, supportive in regards to this situation. Hopefully I can get to the other end of this, you know, and get situated with this before the fall semester because I'm really, 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 really trying to pull out for sure. Like, I'm talking about, I'm trying to show up at every party, uh, the homecomings. I'm really trying to immerse myself into the whole HBCU experience, like, that I've been missing out on. And it's just, you know, this has just been a big, huge hurdle for me. Um, a really huge mountain for me to climb. And, you know, for anybody that's going through any kind of private medical conditions, um, that's really, really holding them back from, like, doing whatever. Just remember, it's just... As long as you go to the right doctors, as long as your priorities are in order, you know, you're going to find an answer. You're going to find an answer. You're going to find a way. I know I'm going to get through this. It's just a matter of time. You know, that's why I speak about in my music. It's just like about manifesting uh, and manifestation in general. It's just it's really just a matter of time. You know, it's already yours. Anything that you want in life is already yours. But you got to keep in mind that just anything that you want in life isn't really what's meant for you, too. You know, what's meant for you in life 
will come to you when it needs to come to you, you know? And whether this is just a lesson for me to just kind of grow more mature and just really appreciate what's lost or whatever, I don't know. I know when I get through this, I'm become out of much stronger, more powerful, more high valued version of myself. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it, to be honest. I really am looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to my life coming up. Although I worry about a lot, I'm anxious about a whole lot and I don't know what's coming next. At the same token, I just know everything's going to be fine. You know, I usually made, they, they, I didn't, I never thought I'd see myself as an honor roll student. You know, here we are. Never had anything lower than the C. Always been an honor roll student. Um, uh, I never thought, I never thought I'd reach to see the age 23, honestly. Like, I thought, I thought shit was going to end for me, like, around 19. Like, you know, like, I can't, I can't deal with any of this shit anymore. You know, but here I am. I'm still pushing forward. I still got options and I still got opportunities and I still got people that support me, people that love me, people that want the best for me, people that want to work with me and people that just are still going to talk shit and do whatever. But at the same token, it's just it's just not something that you just got to pour your energy into. It's just not worth it. Alright, so um, just refocusing off all that medical nonsense. I feel like I spoke like for a hefty amount of time about it. Um, current events right now. Um, let me just look. All you got to do is just look up Shade Room or whatever. Not even Shade Room. It's just like, bro, this gas shortage really is some shit, man. Like, there's no gas in my car at all. Like, I'm literally playing a dangerous game riding around the corner trying to stand in line yesterday. Trying to see if I can get just a just a drop, just a drop of some damn gas, and it's just like this, like it's like 2008 all over again. And I just I don't know what the hell's going on, like with Joe Biden, man, like dead ass. Like I voted for Howie Hawkins because the dude said something about weed, and it's just I was he already had me at that, and he wasn't like he really wasn't backed up by any major corporations like pouring in money, and he wouldn't say any stupid shit like oh if you don't vote for me you ain't black. Like, what the fuck does that got to do with anything? Like, you know, like, I know, like, there was, like, some niggas voting for Donald Trump, and it's just, like, some ruckus-ass niggas voting for Donald Trump, and it's just, like, makes you want to roll your eyes and shit. But it's, like, you know, like, you know, I'm not even going to criticize this shit, because it's just, like, we really, really could have had Andrew Yang in office. We could have had, like, you know other people in office i was i was really shooting for andrew yang or like bernie sanders to be in office but it's just like you know nobody was fucking with them they would fuck with joe biden over andrew yang or joe biden or, or uh bernie sanders and shit and these people really really like had like the people you know that's what they were focused on like andrew yang was focused on like actually trying to fix actual problems and it's like bernie sanders is just more focused on just the people in general like, I would have been cool if it was, like, Andrew Yang as the president and Bernie Sanders as, like, you know, the vice president. Or just have Bernie Sanders as, like, the president or then Andrew Yang as, like, the vice president. So, like, if, like, Bernie Sanders passes away or, like, you know, I don't know why you so scared he's going to pass away. It's already been four years and he's still alive. And it's like, you know, this nigga could have been in office instead of Donald Trump, but no. Like, oh, he's too old. Like, what the fuck's wrong with him being old? Like, nigga's been real since, like, MLK days, you know, talking about some, and it has proof for it, and it's like, you're talking about some, like, oh, like, I can't fuck with him because he's too old, or he looks like whatever. 
it's just now we're in this predicament with no fucking gas and it's just like i'm literally taking a chance i'm raw i'm walking up and down the sidewalk trying to get like a drop of gas put in my damn car and like you know like i'm looking like a crackhead and shit like talking about like y'all got gas y'all got gas and it's just like you ain't got no fucking gas man you ain't got no gas for your ass they're leaving notes and shit talking about some no gas i'm sorry like what kind of apocalyptic type shit is this, man? It's just, I swear I just woke up one day and we had no gas. Like, like literally anything can happen now. Like, all this nonsensical bullshit. No gas. I can't find shit. It's just, it's too much shit. Oh, yeah, by the way, like, my mixtape Ego Trip is getting a whole lot. A whole lot of views so I'm, I'm really appreciative of that like i really just dropped this shit like two weeks ago and now it's like getting close to getting like i know like the love song like the unnamed love song i put up did like now it's at 18 over close to like oh damn it's like 1895 views hold on let me see let me just refresh it right quick oh snap i'm really getting close to 1k views for a lot of these songs and i'm like dang like I really I really didn't see this coming like I really just yeah sure I paid for like some promotion literally just promotion that's all I paid for like I thought it was somebody was just gonna repost it on their playlist and that's it I didn't expect it to get like this much like this quickly so it's like you know you know that's just it just really just reflects back to what I said earlier you really don't know what you're made of until you actually try like I never thought I was gonna ever like like there was a point like I really thought I was going to like drop a mixtape a lot earlier and then it's just like now it's like i actually have the shit out and now it's doing some numbers not like major major numbers or some shit like some fucking 6k or whatever k you know it's just it's just getting like some good numbers and if i just keep promoting it and keep like just reposting the damn link or whatever or bringing some kind of attention to it like whether if it's on youtube instagram snapchat whatever or just just paying these promotion pages to repost you know it just it won't be shit it really won't be shit like literally like i can see like by the end of the may being like being like multiple k multiple k views like now i can really see that being a reality and uh considering how like i might be getting, going with this internship like dmv promotions in virginia like the pay being pretty well and i've, I've just already found a studio i think in the area that's doing like 30 dollars per hour which is wonderful which is which is damn good too because I'm really trying to move on to my next project, um, but I don't know if I should just do another project again or if I should just if I should just keep dropping singles and just trying to build a fan base more because it's like yeah I'm getting all these views because it's just being reposted on like playlists but I don't feel like I'm really building a fan base for myself just yet. Um, that's gonna be one of my main focuses for the rest of the year in regards to my music. You know, like really, like get it out there as best I can. Um, or if you got to repost it, whatever. And it really sucks because you be sending the shit out and people just be leaving it on scene. Like, yeah, I see you leaving it on scene, bitch. Like, what? Like, can't you at least tap it? At least tap the shit. Like, double tap it. Leave a heart, my nigga. Like, come on, you don't heart my shit, my nigga. I thought we were niggas, my nigga. You can't even heart my damn shit. <sighs> just heart the damn link, like. Or at least take a glance at it. Like, damn. Niggas really do be hating on you on the low. And it's just be like, bro, like, what did I do to you? Like, fuck. Like, 
I guess that's just how shit is, man. But it's just, but yeah, I'm very, very proud that Ego Trip is doing a lot better than I thought it would do. Like dead ass. Like I know, like even. Oh, let me see. Let's see. Okay. All right. I. Um, the intro song is getting close to 1,000. Uh, Gray Shift is getting close to 1,000. Hold It Together is getting close to, to 1,000. Um, Ginny and the Lamp is still 700s. Uh, Hugo is in the 700s. Unnamed Love Song is getting real close to 2K. Um, that looks good. Uh, Life in Reverse is 700. Uh, Young Genius is 500. Mace Windu is 800. Drowning 500. H2O 500. Uh, Don't Trip 700. Um, you know, it's just, it really. It really is a lot, um, really doing a lot better than I thought I was going to be doing. And then it's just like to think it's just if I could really keep this pace up, I'm, my main goal is to drop at least 36 songs before the end of this year. Like I might have to like I may shatter that. Maybe I might. Maybe I won't. But it's just like I know for a fact now that if I just keep pushing, I, I got a whole flash drive filled with beats, you know, and I feel like the more I do this, the more I'm going to get better. So it's just like, you know, gladly I already have like a whole lot of concept albums. <sighs> I really hope that y'all can't hear like my mom just talking on speakerphone. Just like, like she literally sees me on the microphone doing this whole podcast show. And then she's just having a full on conversation in the background. And now here she comes. What's she looking for, mom? What's up? Uh, I ain't got no binder on me right now. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, mom, I ain't got none right now. Um, I, I haven't used a binder in forever. Oh, you know, there she goes. <sighs> um, but, uh, yeah, on back to current events. I mean, I'm not really much like a current event-ass motherfucker. I know, like, you can just look to, like, sh like, Shade Room and, like, Carolina Connect and all this shit, but it's just like I ain't like a gossipy ass nigga or whatever. I'm just looking through my Instagram right now. It's just it's really just some other shit. I know Felicia Rashad is gonna be uh admitted into Howard University as like was like the dean of arts or some shit like that. Hold on, let me let me see. Was it was it the dean of arts? The dean of some other shit? It, it, whatever she's the dean of it's like fine arts or some shit yeah she's the dean of fine arts yeah that's that's pretty cool um you know so it's just like that's that's actually that's kind of cool i hope like maybe maybe i could like meet her one day when i'm uh admitted to howard university because i'm really trying to transfer there to get my master's and my doctorate sometime like later and everything um i think most of my life is going to be pointed to be living in virginia for a little bit or the DMV area, which I'm actually mad cool with. Um, um, I would be mad cool with that because it's like I know a whole, a whole lot of people from that area, and like you know, a lot of y'all are really, really cool in the DMV area, despite what people say about your accent. You know, I know some people fuck with accents, some people don't. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Like a lot of y'all are mad chill. That's one thing I think I fuck with. Sure. Um, but it's like, yeah, like my father lives there and uh, I'm mostly going to be probably staying with him. Um, considering how he's kind of been trying to help me out, like with my situation, it would probably be best if I just go kind of stay there for the summer. Uh, I was kind of iffy about like, what if I wanted to leave? Because I know I got like one producer here, um, pricing for hours and recording. Like he's been really, really consistent 
and a helpful in regards to getting this tape out. And uh, but I, it looks like that I might have to like seek out for like another producer in Virginia. Uh, shout out to Gage, uh, Alex made that like he's been really helpful. I appreciate uh, working with him. Pretty cool dude. Um. Oh yeah, and shout out to Anita Dixon. I don't even know if she's going to even hear this shit. But it's just like, but yeah, she she really helped bring a whole lot of the process together in regards to really setting up the photo shoot. You know, she came in with like a little black dress and whatnot, and looking. She was looking. Uh, she was looking good, man. Damn good. Um. But I'm not. <laughs> I ain't gonna try and like drill over my damn microphone or anything like that. Um. And uh, the other dude, what was his name? The photographer, Bam Bam, it's the Bam Baby. I can't, like, my photographer, yeah, whoever was photographing, I can't remember names off the top. I'm so bad with some names sometimes. But, yeah, he was very helpful, too. Um, I know I uploaded a lot of the photo shoot, like, in my story because I wanted to get the full, full photo shoot. And it was kind of, a lot of them were shot. Uh, how was it shot? Uh, it wasn't shot, like horizontal it's more shot vertical so it's just like i had to really post it uh, a whole lot through that way um through my ig story um but uh yeah that's just kind of been a whole lot of the shit i've been dealing with right now uh, where i'm at in life right now i promise to get a, in a whole lot more episodes for sure uh don't want to have to linger for too damn long but it's just like yeah it's just you just in regards to anything like you really i want to leave you off on a good note because i know i speak about manifestation a lot but i like do like it's real shit like i literally posted a picture of the logo of my whole podcast thing like and all it took was just the first step like i got this shit off amazon all the equipment from amazon it was just two hundred dollars literally not even a whole lot like you know i mean if you got financial aid money i ain't got a whole lot of financial aid money right now but it was just like it was just taking that first step sometimes you just gotta take a step in life man i never thought like i was ever gonna actually get a mixtape done until i took that first step to actually get it done like after years just say oh you know i'll do it next year oh yeah i'm, I'm gonna do this shit uh i'm a Stop trying to diss my dog. It's a dog, okay? What do you want him to do? It's raining. Anyway, sorry, it's just my mom in the background. Um, the dang speakerphone conversations. Gosh. <laughs> anyway, like for manifestation, you know, vision boards are very important, you know. You know, like. What would have been my future uh, manager, uh, Jacob Flores, like, he really did help me. I would, like, really refocusing my mindset on, like, really focusing on the positive. Uh, now I'm going to... Do I really need to cut out all this shit? Because there's some really good gems. And she's just talking in the background and having a full-blown-ass conversation about Liberia or some shit. Anyway, it's just... You know, manifestation, It's it's very important to really really pour your energy on a lot of the good things that you want in life to come true and you know it's just like even ego trip like i put a i put a i didn't put a picture of the cover of ego trip because i didn't know what cover of ego trip i was going to use. usually i i make the covers of my mixtapes before i actually drop them or like you know conception mixtape or not <sighs> Uh, mommy, see, mommy, you gonna be sitting here, right here? 
What's up? Okay, I'm, I might have to really cut off a lot of this stuff out, man. But yeah, Eagle Trip, I had on my vision board. The Mental Threats podcast logo I had on my vision board and everything. And now, like, I basically knocked them stuff out. Like, my goal, hopefully, for the end of the year is probably get at least 100 episodes in before the end of the year. If not 100, maybe 90, 80, something in that. I feel like I can get it done because there's, like, a whole lot, you know, you can talk about and a whole lot of matters to speak on. It's just a matter of just consistency I have to build, you know. And that's just for everything in life. Anything you want to do in life, you just have to pour your energy into that. And I feel like for a lot of time, I poured way too much energy on just people from my past and just opinions and what they think about me and all this other shit. And it's just like none of that shit matters, man. Like, it really doesn't. Like, we're all on our own paths to, like, rediscover ourselves. And, uh... So it's just like I can't really focus myself on what the next person is doing or what that person has or what they, you know, whatever they have or what they don't have. It's just like you can't focus on shit like that. You got to just focus on your own path, you know. And it's just like that's what social media really has people fucked up at because it's like you really, really be out here focusing on what other people do or whether they support you or not or whether they help you or not. For the love of Jesus, it's always in the background. But it's like, yeah, man, it's just, just pour that energy, <laughs> pour that energy, man. But very constructively. I never thought I was gonna be honor roll student. Never thought. Oh, I actually was always hoping that I would, but I never thought I was actually gonna get it done. You know, and then like, but still, there's still that sense of just that emptiness and everything you know like i want to be able to date um and you know ha start having like more relationships and everything like that um but it's just like this shit that i'm dealing with like that's what's really holding me back and it's just like you know you, you know i'm very happy and i'm very grateful that i made it to this point in life where it's like i'm starting to really really for really really do like my own shit you know, from this podcast and my music, you know, it's good to have some shit going for you, especially when you reach a certain age. You can't just be no bum ass nigga just sitting down doing whatever and just not giving a fuck. You know, you have to actually get up and actually do something. And, you know, you know, a lot of our habits do um, reflect our character and our just and our futures. Um, but it's like, you know, you can make a mistake, you know, things can happen and none of that shit would define you. It's who you are today that matters. Only you define you nobody else defines you whether they call you stupid or call you this call you that you know none of that shit matters bro we're all human we're not gods i mean we're like extensions of god you know to an to a certain extent you know but at the same token it's like it's like none of that stuff defines you man like this this shit really is a marathon for real like you can have like a bad lap and at the same time you still you can still finish strong you know, everybody's path is different. Everybody's distance is different. And you can always live, like, a fulfilling, wonderful life. You know, all that stuff is really, really in your hands. And it's just a matter of just building the correct habits to make you have it, you know. You know, I hope one day I could, you know, start a family, you know, get married one day. Like, I know sometimes I might scoff at that shit. Like, you know, man, I don't, don't want to get married and shit. This girl going to take half my money, you know up my credit and shit like that you know 
fuck up my house. Oh, you know, take half. And, you know, it's really shitty, like, what this society has really done to shit like that, you know? Because, like, you can really find somebody and really, like, really, really make a home for yourselves. But it's just, like, you know, once people's other people's mouths start running, you know, temptations flare. We live in a generation where literally we had to grow up to, like, just focusing on options and scrolling through, like, followers and, you know, who we're following. And it's just, like, it's just a big list. You know, that's not how you build relationships. Like, relationships aren't just a fucking list for you to just scroll down on. You got to make connections. You got to make memories, you know. You got to really indulge yourself with, you know, with that person. Um, And then it's just, it's just that, you know. Uh, nobody really, people, people really, really, really do, like, they want like certain things but they're not really willing to like you know really you know focus themselves on really trying to like get the certain things that they want in life you know to really make a lot of things come through in real i really try to switch out my priorities man like dead ass like my whole priorities i had to switch it out to really focus on what i needed to focus focus on you know to get this tape done I had to really refocus my priorities. Like, I got to get this done. I got to isolate myself, although it was a really shitty experience. At the same time, I had to isolate myself and make this shit happen. Whether people fuck with the tape or not, it don't matter. I got to take that first step. I got to take that first step and everything. And it's just it's just stuff like that. Um, You know, it's like, even with my weight goals, too, right now, like, I, I can be able to fit in more clothes now like i shed so much weight i don't know if it's healthy weight or if it's just like you know like you know i'm just shedding because like you know i'm feeling anxious and depressed and shit um but it's just like you know it's just it goes to show that everything's temporary you can be like obese or overweight or whatever and then next day it's just like that could change too you can be that kid that could be like a class clown and people think you're stupid and it's like you can be an honor roll student um you could be they could say like, "Oh yeah, you ain't you. You want to be a rapper? You you a fake rapper and everything." But you know, then you're in the studio, and now you just dropped a tape that you're now like reposting as much as you can. You know, and it's just like you'll see the results that's needed. All it does is take time and everything. So I know I'm gonna overcome this. I know it's gonna change. I know things are gonna change. And even with this whole gas shortage thing and just whatever the hell kind of presidency we might have with Joe Biden, I do not know. I was really trying to vote for Howie Hawkins. I don't know why anybody else wouldn't vote for Howie Hawkins. Even if you didn't know the nigga like that, it's just like you had to choose between Biden and Donald Trump. And I know niggas were mad iffy. Like, we have all these mad iffy-ass candidates and shit. Like, just go for Howie Hawkins and shit. That really would have made a difference. Um, but it's like, uh, yeah, um, dang, I really gotta edit a whole lot of shit out, cause it's just like, all that nonsense. Dang, I really gotta edit a whole lot of shit out. But it's like, yeah. Times are very uncertain right now, we don't know what to look forward to. You don't know how this whole gas shortage thing is going to go through. I barely spoke about that shit anyway. Like, whatever. It just goes to show that, once again, as I said, 
everything in life is temporary. Whatever you're going through today, you probably won't even worry about in like five years. Whatever struggles you have, whatever missteps you take, probably ain't even shit to sweat in the long run, you know? Just gotta let things vibe, just feel it. You know, if you're feeling sad, you're feeling angry, feeling stressed, just feel it. Just get past it. Don't let things like that weigh yourself down. Damn, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do for the rest of the day. I might as well, you know, I'm gonna just keep shooting episodes. Fuck it. Yeah. Thank you very much.